Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. And welcome to our latest edition of the Tiger Talk podcast, where we talk about all things related to Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. My name is Alyssa Dijon, and I'm the president at Mercy. I'm really excited today to be talking to an alumna uh, from the class of 2018, Jocelyn Stearns. Hello, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. This is great. And what's really uh, interesting about what Jocelyn's been up to since she graduated is that she has been attending uh, West Point. And so what we get to do today is get a little bit of a sneak peek about what it's like to be a cadet at West Point, which I think is is so, so exciting. Um, (laughs) So so Jocelyn, thanks so much again for for being here. And I think what's really interesting about West Point is it's not it's not like a typical college experience because there's focus on not just your your academic and and social aspects, but there's also physical fitness. Um, there's there's leadership training that you go through, and also military training. And so I think that's just a, a really interesting and a very unique and, and, and rich experience. And so I thought maybe we could talk about of each of those aspects. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like your typical like daily schedule. It actually differs the school year versus the summer. So in the summer we do all of our military, not all of our military training, but most of our military training happens in the summer. So in the summer, it's whatever you're doing that day. There's no typical day in the summer. You're out in the field learning how to do basic things. We call them basic soldier skills. So shooting a rifle, doing land navigation, things like that, kind of the stereotypical army stuff. And then during the school year, it looks a lot more like college. And actually, I would venture to say it looks more like high school than college does. So we have a very regimented day. I'm usually up probably around 6 a.m. If we have PT, so PT is what we call physical training. If we have PT in the morning, I get up at like 5 or 5.30 for that. But otherwise, usually up around 6. We have formation in the mornings. Everybody gets accountability for everybody else. We have mandatory breakfast. The entire core of cadets eats breakfast at the same time together every morning. And then we go to class. Everybody has class from 7.30 until 4.30 pretty much every single day. You might have a few open blocks here and there, but it looks like high school very much in that from 7.30 to 4.30, you're in class doing work. After that, you have your sport of choice. So some people are D1 athletes. Some people do club sports where they compete against other schools, but not at a D1 level. I myself uh, do what's called company athletics. So it's closer to intramurals. So uh, we have different companies at West Point and the companies will compete against each other. So I do this thing called funky fit, we call it. It's short for functional fitness, (laughs) kind of like the army's version of CrossFit. And so I'll go to that for practice or a competition. And then that's usually about two hours. And then you spend the whole evening studying. I'm up really late studying usually. So I'm usually up until at least midnight, maybe one. And then rinse and repeat. Wow. That is a busy day. Well, <laughs> it is a busy day. I mean, the life of a college student is busy, but you're right. right. This one is, it, your day is a little bit more regimented than a, than a typical college experience. Yes, for sure. That's, that's so interesting. Now, are the classes you're taking 
are they focused at all on military things or is it more on, on your typical major? Yeah. So everybody has a major. So I guess I should start by saying that everybody graduates West Point with a bachelor in science. So the, the goal of West Point was founded to produce officers for the army, but also to give everybody an engineering mindset because the, the thought process is that an, an army officer should have the mindset of an engineer, be constantly looking to create new things, modify processes, make things more efficient, that sort of thing. So everybody takes an engineering sequence, it's called. It's kind of like an engineering minor. But there are majors, and I think there are like over 40 majors. Mm-hmm. You can do pretty much every anything that's considered a liberal arts education. Okay. So I'm a life science major, which is kind of like the Army's version of pre-med. So it's biochemistry. For my first year, I took pretty much like the standard first year of college classes. Very, um, very wide range. And that kind of gives you a flavor of every of every major, and then you get to pick your major at the end of your fir- at the end of your first year. And so I picked life science. So I take a lot of biology, chemistry, physics classes. And now it's it. We've already talked about the physical fitness piece a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but then what about the the leadership training too that you're a part of? Absolutely. So it's funny because they tend to incorporate a lot of the leadership stuff with physical training. So the Army definitely expects you to be very physically fit, but we also use physical fitness training as a mechanism to build bonds with other people, to give people leadership roles. Um, That's something I definitely saw at Mercy with my team. Like we, we all got really close because you're out there, you know, in the rain running together, that sort of thing. And the Army definitely uses that. So we do a lot of leadership training in physical situations. Um, I've led a lot of like workouts for other people, that sort of thing. But leadership training is, it's unique because West Point's one of the few institutions that really prioritizes that. And we take a lot of pride in it. We take a lot of pride in the fact that we develop people to be like moral and ethical leaders of character. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of conversations about how to lead people effectively we go through a lot of like leadership simulations where it's like, you know, what would you do? How would you handle this situation? Um, it's been really, really eye-opening and really fun. And I've developed a lot as a leader for sure. Fantastic. So let's think back to when you were a student at Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get this idea that you wanted to go to West Point? <laughs> this it's, is a, it's, it's a big, it's a big commitment. And you're also not just picking a major, but you're starting to pick kind of what you will first do as your career. So absolutely. So, so it's, it's fantastic that you had this insight, but what, what kind of just talk us through that process a little bit. Yeah. So kind of kind of crazy, actually, it's, it's funny. I don't really have a good, a good story about like how I decided <laughs> I wanted to go to West Point. Um, my parents, when I was a sophomore, my parents are the best and they were they're talking to me about um, going to college. So for reference, I'm the oldest. My sister's also a Mercy grad, class of 2019. My brother's currently at Xavier. So I was their first kid like going off to college. And they said to me, you, know, you might want to start thinking early on about what you want to do. And so when I was a sophomore, on a whim one day, my dad just drove me to West Point. Mm-hmm. Only like a two-hour drive. And oh. West Point doesn't really, they'll take anybody who wants to come look at school. Any high schooler can pretty much go and check it out. So we just drove up. And very early on in that day, I was like, I could see myself here. I want to do this. I saw myself doing all the things the cadets were doing. I connected a lot with the cadets there. And I had never thought about the military. Mm-hmm. But once I started to understand the environment, the commitment to developing people as leaders and with morals and also just the academic rigor, I was kind of sold on it. So since sophomore year, I was pretty much 
pretty much working towards the goal of getting into West Point. So it's great. I've been to the campus and it's beautiful. It was, I visited it not that, not that long ago. I had a, I actually have a friend who plays the organ and she was actually giving a, she was actually giving a concert uh, on so West Point's campus because you actually have one of the largest pipe organs yes, in the world. That's true. It's gorgeous. It's amazing in there. It's beautiful. And so we were, we were there. At, is it Cadet Chapel? The Cadet Chapel. Yes. The Cadet Chapel. And that's where we were. And it was, uh, it was an amazing experience. It was it's just beautiful. And the, the, um, the aura of it and the presence of it, it's very Absolutely. spectacular. That's great. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a great reason to try it. And I'm glad it's working out so well. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about that first summer, mm-hmm. right? You show up, you're a fourth class cadet. Yes. That called plebe. It is called plebe year. Yes. So what do you do your first summer you get there? So <laughs> it's kind of the, the West Point version of Army basic training. Okay. So as cadets, you get all of your military training at West Point. So you don't actually go to basic training, but it's the West Point version of it. And so they're teaching you how to be a cadet, how to be a soldier. And they're also trying to change your state of mind from civilian to military to be mm-hmm. Because it is a different state of mind. And so you do a lot of physical training. You do, I mean, we were up every day doing PT at 5.30 and doing PT every night after dinner. So your, your body, your physically, it's, it's, um, it's a challenge. And also mentally there, you know, there was quite a bit of yelling, um, Mm -hmm. you would anticipate from basic training. They put you in a lot of stress, stressful situations and teach you how to be calm through that, how to think through that, because those are skills that any soldier would need to have, any leader would need to have. Sure. Then you do what we call basic soldier skills, like I was mentioning. So learning how to shoot a rifle, learning how to march, learning how to you know do land navigation, how to do basic combat. We call it combat lifesaver. So how to like put a tourniquet on somebody if they're bleeding out, things like that. And these are all basic soldier skills that anybody in the army has to have. And so you're you're learning up on that. And at the same time, you're learning the rules and regulations of West Point and how to be a cadet. So it's it's a lot. It's drinking from a fire hose for sure. Oh, wow. I can, I, I cannot personally imagine <laughs> going through a basic training experience, but I'm glad other people can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was crazy. I look back on it and I think, how did I, how did I do that? It was cra- It's also, they take your phone. Like it was, you feel really out, isolated from the outside world. So. Absolutely. That's really kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so now you will be a senior, but you don't call each other seniors. You call each no. other first class, right? Firsties is first the days. slang for it. <laughs> so that's so exciting. You're a firstie. That's, <laughs> that's great. Now, really have, you, have you traveled other places or is really all, all of your training is at West Point so far? So most of my training has been at West Point. I actually, just this summer earlier, I was out in Washington um, up at Joint Base Lewis-McChord, which is an Army and an Air Force base. And I was doing a thing called cadet troop leadership training. And it's when you go shadow a current second lieutenant. So that's that's my rank that I will be when I graduate. Okay. And you shadow them for about a month and get to see how they do their job, interact with their soldiers. And it's a really good kind of like basic introduction to what your life is going to look like in a year as an officer. So I was doing that out in, out in the Seattle area and I got to explore some of Washington State. So that was really fun. So what's your, what has been your favorite class so far at West Point? I really loved, I took an awesome European history course, hmm. a freshman year. Um, and that was really fun. I took 
Latin at Mercy, and I really loved my all like my history classes there. So, and we talked a lot about military history, which I didn't know a ton about my first year. So that was super fun. And then, but I think my favorite class, my major, I took genetics and that was so interesting. And there was so much, there's so much um, recent research happening in that field and so many new developments. And my instructor, we call him instructors, professor for that class. She's actually a geneticist herself and was doing a bunch of research and I got to kind of do some research with her. So that was an awesome class. Great. And so what was your favorite class at Mercy? I always love the sciences. Yep. Like I said, my major. So I always love like biology and chemistry. I loved Latin. I loved the history classes. I will say at Mercy, like I had some awesome teachers that just made, made it fun. Yeah. So I think that I looked forward to going to class. I really loved learning. And I think that's gotten me a long way in yeah. college too. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. You can, you can tell for sure. So do you know what your specialty will be when you, when you graduate? So we do this thing, we have branch night. So the army has different branches. Um, so there's infantry, armor, military intelligence, military police, the list goes on. Right. And so you can, you get a branch and that dictates the job you will have when you graduate. And so I'm currently in the process of, it's kind of like applying for a job. They interview okay. you and you send up your resume and they, the army wants to match cadets to branches that they're going to be successful in. Sure. Branches that go towards your skill set. So I have in my mind what I think I want to do, but we'll see if that aligns with what the army says I want to do. Um, the army says I'll be good at. Um, so you put in preferences and then the army tells you what you get. I'll find that out in early December. Nice. And then in February, I will find out the post that I'm going to. So okay. that's the actual physical location. So still up in the air. Okay. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what I would want to do because it's, there's so many different things to do in the army. I didn't know that there's so many opportunities and so many different specialties. So we will see, but I, I have, I have a feeling it's all going to work out. That's great. So now how did cadet life change at all during the pandemic? It changed a lot and then it didn't change. So <laughs> what happened was we all got sent home on spring break. When was that? March of 2020. So it had been on the news for just like a couple of days. And then we all got sent home for our spring leave. So we get a week at home. So I was actually at home and I got an email and they said, Hey, we're not bringing you back to West Point. Get ready to do all your classes online. Wow. Okay. Finished out. That was the second semester of my yuck year. So we call sophomores yucks. Don't ask me why. I don't really know. (laughs) We're called yucks. (laughs) I finished the second half of my second semester of my yuck year at home. A lot of people were doing online school and that comes with all those challenges. And then I was supposed to do, I actually had a lot of summer training lined up that summer that ended up getting canceled, unfortunately, because they were prioritizing doing basic training for the new cadets. And so we kind of had to take a step back and understand that like their training was more important right then and there. So my training got canceled and then I went back to school. I did like the whole like control monitoring thing for two weeks when I got back Mm -hmm. and all of my, the year I just finished. So my cow year, we called juniors cows which isn't the most flattering nickname, but it's what we are. Um, I spent that whole year, they kind of just like locked us down at West Point. We were in our own little bubble. So nobody really left. No one came to West Point. We didn't really have, we call them privileges. We weren't really allowed to like leave post on privileges, things like that. Like I said, we we're in our bubble. So West Point kind of started to go into its normal routine. Mm-hmm. We were very isolated from the rest of the world because they wanted to keep us all safe sure. and not have COVID come on or so. It definitely changed, but I, I would say second semester, it kind of got back to business as usual, but we were just locked in kind of, but um, that was kind of my experience. Yeah. What privileges will you have now that you're a firstie? 
Well, now that I'm a firstie, so I can pretty much leave whenever I want. So I and you don't really get to just leave. Yeah. You have to take pass or go on leave. So I can take pass on um, pretty much every weekend, which would be fun. And then you are the highest ranking cadet on campus. So you get to kind of boss people around a little bit. You have <laughs> leadership jobs um, and you're going to be in, I will probably be in charge of quite a few underclass cadets and just kind of monitoring them, being their leader, but also being kind of a mentor for them. So they definitely try to give you a little bit more responsibility every year as you get older and give you that chance to just lead more people or, or lead in a new way and test the water out, kind of develop your own leadership, leadership philosophy, that sort of thing. That's great. Now, obviously at Mercy, you know, we were, we had the benefit of being in school with all girls <laughs> and now at West Point, it's probably, you're probably outnumbered by Always more than oh, very much so. girls, right? So it's more of a it's male-dominated school. So was it a big change for you? Did it feel like a big change or did it not? It's it's really funny because people ask me this all the time. When people at West Point find out I went to an all-girls Catholic school, mm-hmm. they're like, what? How did you do this? Like, how did you go from... Because basically, I went from an all-girls school to an all-boys school. West Point is about 80% male, yeah, um, which is reflective of the armed forces in general. Sure. Most of the military is... It's a male-dominated profession, which I knew going in. I was aware of this. It's funny because when I, when I was thinking about going to Mercy all the way back when I was in eighth grade, everybody said, oh, you'll, you'll stop noticing that it's an all-girls school. And it's the same thing at West Point. Mm-hmm. I, I got in and the first, I would say like week. And I was like, well, I'm so outnumbered. I don't know how to deal with this. And then because it's basic training, you get close to everybody really quickly. So I became friends with a lot of the guys really fast. Yep. The same group of people I went to basic training with, I've been living in my company for the past three years. So they're, they're your best friends. Yeah. My best friends. The guys are basically my brothers at this point. Yep. So once you kind of just set it aside and say, okay, it is what it is you stop noticing. And mm-hmm. I've, like I said, they're, they're awesome. They, I got really lucky. I went through with a really great group of people and it definitely makes the female friendships I have closer for sure. Mm-hmm. We kind of mm-hmm. together, which is something that I definitely valued at Mercy as well. So right. it was a bit of crazy at first, but like I said, you just stop noticing. Yeah. I found that um, to be the case as well in the business world. Just Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Whether you're dealing with, with men or women, you have what you need to deal with people. Absolutely. So what do you do for fun? We've talked about all these wonderful things you're doing. Right. <laughs> but what do you do to just let your mind rest? Well, it, it's funny you say that because that I'd say would be the one thing that changed the most between COVID and not COVID. So yeah. my first year and a half at West Point, I didn't have many privileges as a plebe that first sure. year. So we would just like go walk around and get ice cream or like order food and go sit down. West Point's right on the Hudson. So the river is gorgeous. We'd go sit down by the river and like order food and, and just chill out down there. There's always an athletic event of some sort happening. So we'd go to those. Um, and then when we could take privileges, we'd go like out and get, you know, brunch or something on Sunday yeah. or um, go down to New York City. When COVID hit, we weren't allowed to do any of that. So yeah. actually there was one point where we could only be in contact with our roommates and then it was only the people in your company. So we were just like in our company, just like hang out and watch movies all the time, sure. and relax, play. We played a lot of cards, but it was just fun, like being with people. You know, I think those friendships that you form because you form friendships during a lot of a lot of trials, you know, physically challenging times, mentally challenging times during those those training environments, you get really close with people just having having time to like foster those friendships and just be like 
a normal person, you know, take the uniform off and just be just kind of chill out like a regular college kid. Right. That's that's kind of what we do. That's great. You know, and I've heard a lot of people say that just in the pandemic in general. Uh, you know, we, we all had to be in our own little bubbles. And so you kind of kick back and you find the the beauty in playing cards, watching Absolutely. a movie, being together, right. slowing it down. That's what it sounds like. You know, you've yeah. had it. You've, you foster the relationships in your bubble. You know, <laughs> you start to like appreciate the bubble that you have. And I don't know if that's a good way of saying it, but that's yeah. kind of how I, how, I look, how I looked at it. So what happens now over summer? Like, it sounds like you're, you get some time off in the summer. So our school year ends with graduation. So there's graduation at the end of the, the school year, but all the cadets go to it. So we were all there in support of the graduating class. And then after graduation, we get released to do our summer stuff. So I traveled uh, the next day to out to Washington, was there for about three weeks um, doing that training, like I mentioned. And then I went back to West Point and did what's called my leadership detail. So every cadet, either the summer before their cow or first year, so junior or senior year, does a leadership detail when you take on an actual like leadership role at West Point and lead other cadets during training. Hmm. So I was a company commander at West Point for a month and I was in charge of what we call the summer garrison regiment. Um, we're in charge of all the cadets who are at West Point, just kind of keeping accountability for them, making sure that if there's any like taskings they have to be at, things like that. So I was a company commander for that for the past month and I've been home for a week and I'll be home for the next few weeks before I have to go back to school. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a great, it's a great little block of leave, especially since I haven't gotten a lot of leave recently because of COVID. Yeah. We haven't because of COVID. Sure. Of course. So I um, was excited to get to come home and that's good. Like, that's my good family nice. and friends. That's really nice. It's just, uh, it's wonderful to hear just the progression, the growth progression of being that plebe you know, all, all of a sudden now, and then we went to yuck and then cow. Yes. Yuck and cow. Plebe, yuck, cow, firsty. Firsty. Now you're, there will be a quiz later. So I hope you're taking notes. Exactly. I'm like, okay. And so it just, that's very exciting just to, to think about where you are and how far you've come already. And it really is. I am looking forward to hearing about kind of what the next, what the next piece will be for you. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to finding out. But it's it's crazy though because I'm going into my senior year and I'm like, geez, I feel like a senior at Mercy again. Like I don't even know how that happened, but it did. And here yeah, we are. So quickly, you're ready for it. So you're ready for the next the next. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Jocelyn, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you and so much for, for having me for joining our Tiger Talk podcast. I hope thank you. I hope you have a great day. And listeners, thank you so much for for joining us today too. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device, either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Spotify.